Coming up on today's show, it's all about The Last of Us Part 1. We've played it and we have a ton to discuss. Well, we had it yeah, figured out. Computers. We had the podcast figured out for how long? And then we both switched jobs. Yeah. We both, you went from a, a Mac to a PC. I went from a PC to a Mac. It fucked both yeah. of us up. <laughs> um, Mac yeah. is so goddamn difficult with trying to record audio, especially through Discord. So it's just been like. Unless you're using Apple fucking studio or whatever. Yeah, which I'm not paying for. But what this works. What bullshit they want you to use. This works. This is good. This is good. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pixel Candy Podcast, our weekly gaming podcast updating you all in the latest in video game news, trends, new releases, and pretty much all things nerdy. I'm your host, Alan Sensich, here with my co-host, my brother, the controller snapping, Sinchacho, and also, back for another episode, the got-too-much-cush, friendly Red Fox, the Bricks and Bottles, Ginger Ninja, Derek Legasic. What's going on, buddy? Buddy, we got to drop the got too much cush. That's a different <laughs> lifestyle ago. That's a different complete era of You had that handle life. for how long? How how many years? Every year was too long, man. It was it was should have been gone the moment it came out. Brian, um, if you don't It was at least 10 years. If yeah. you don't know the background to this when I met Derek, uh like we met through family and I was like, "Hey, man, like we talked games all the time and other shit." And eventually it was just like, oh man, like you should add me on PSM. We'll like, we'll, we'll try some shit out sometime. What's your handle? Got too much Kush was his. And I'm like, oh no. And he's like, yeah, I fucking made it when I was a kid. Um, and PSN locks you. Back when it was racy to do something like that. Uh, Dude, it, how long did you have to wait to change it? Cause PSN just never allowed you until like a year or two ago. Right. Yeah. I think I actually officially changed it four years ago it, it's it's been it's been changed for a little bit now but yeah it was at least like six years of knowing you where i just had to live with that every online game we played it was just i was stuck <laughs> with that name and it's either that or i delete like all of the games i have bought all of the friends all the achievements everything's gone it's all tied to that so well and it was rough for a while you are notorious for having like how many accounts too and didn't bricks and bottles was another account did you not buy and spend a lot of money especially in siege on that account as well so yeah, actually specifically because I hated that username so much, I made a brand new account and spent maybe a year playing Siege on that account and <laughs> probably put two, two, two hundred dollars into that game on that account. Oh. And now it's just dead. It's just there and it's sitting there. I never touch it. It's oh. it was a complete waste oh, of time no. and money. Fuck man. It was fun at the time, but it was it was a lot of money spent just because I hated that username so much. <laughs> well, they're they're apparently merging accounts, so you just gotta wait a little bit longer and maybe you can get all those cosmetics transitioned over. <laughs> But anyways, dude, it's really good to have you back. Um, Brian, what's going on with you? Anything new? Anything exciting? <sighs> you know, nothing nothing new. Playing some games. Watch. What was I watching the other day? Oh, The Bachelorette's almost finished. So oh, fuck me. I know let's you're really get, interested. Yeah, that. let's not get on that. Uh, uh, it's, you know, they put two Bachelorettes on this show. And bro, this show is so heavily produced. But listen, here's the deal. For anyone who doesn't know, you have to watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, because those are the farm teams for Bachelor in Paradise, which is the greatest shit ever. It's just like, it's like DC crossover with Marvel, and they're just all dra drama and fucking each other on television. It's great. <laughs> it's great TV. This is what being married for 10 years does to you. Just a heads up, guys. It, 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 there is a lot of reality TV. I, I had sworn it off in like my college years because I went to school for film and television, and I'm just like, I cannot handle this fucking and that was back when like film uh or reality tv was really taken off 
Um, I've come around to a few shows. I have my like, I don't know, my guilty pleasures or whatever. Like MTV's You're the deep challenge. Southern charmed, aren't you? It's so fucking You're good. Deep Southern charm. Never heard of that one. Don't think I want to. <laughs> Uh, I just finished Love Island, so I guess I can't shit talk you with The Bachelor because so I watch all of that. That's what, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all so it's great. all the same. It's a bunch of hot people, man. Just it's fucking a bunch on of television. Hot people yeah. just and, and their problems, and it's just like I sometimes I need something mindless, you know, and that really uh, scratches the itch. I did watch the first episode of House of the Dragon or House of Dragon. Ooh, what are they calling it? Now? House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Yes, real good. Real good. Fuck, dude. Like, it's so good. I Yeah. Derek, I, I know you never watched uh, Game of Thrones, right? Like, you never got around to trying no. it. Okay. Uh, I watched the first season and a half, but I, I didn't get all the way through. Okay. No. So, House of the Dragon, so I, I prequel. It, yeah. okay. It's the follow-up. <sighs> uh, it's the prequel. It's, it's the prequel by, okay. like, 200 years. So, not, like, yeah. anything that's going to directly tie in to Game of Thrones. It's far enough removed that I'm hoping, mm. as an isolated thing, it's going to be, like decent you know and not tainted by fucking the way that show ended i i would say i would say too though it's worth watching game of thrones first because there's so Mm. many references to king's landing and winterfell and the night's watch and like that you won't know what it is and i remember starting game of thrones being like what the fuck is happening in this show and it takes a while to kind of figure out the landscape you have all that going into house of dragon i think that's what makes it really good yeah the writing is fucking incredible and trust me i think we just finished what is it episode three the production value of this fucking show is through the goddamn roof i remember over what was it 10 years ago when game of thrones first aired that was the thing right it was one of the most heavily produced uh most expensive tv shows ever uh this is i think stepping up the, yeah. right off the bat man you got yeah. the dragons fucking shit up and they look superb like it's it's solid yeah, that's really um, so even if they fuck the story up, it's still a great visual feast. You can just enjoy it for that. Yep. Yeah, and the fact that, again, yeah. this is 200 years great. in the past, I'm hoping that all the shit that happened at the end of Game of Thrones isn't going to really affect this show because no, it takes place before, so. so we're not dealing with the events after that fuck up. Um, it's way far enough in the future that, again, nothing's like one-to-one tied. It's it's You're familiar with the families. You're familiar with the location. So all the good things are in this show, and it's just like, fingers crossed, don't fuck this one up. That's that's where it's at. Mm. Um, but that's right. not well, what we're fucking I, here to talk about, man. We're here no, to talk about I've been doing. some serious yeah. shit. Um, but before we get Masters. to that, wow. I want to do, I guess, uh, what we would call housekeeping because it was a slow news week, and this episode is going to be all about the last of us i think we would all agree we are three self-proclaimed fucking fanatics diehard fans of the last of us we all got our hands on part one we've been playing it we got some thoughts but outside of that kind of a slow news week so that is going to be the meat of this show i just wanted to say before we get into all that um that coming up there is some crazy shit to look out for and something we are definitely going to be covering every fucking inch of so first of all um when this episode goes live, September 9th, at 4 p.m. Eastern is the Disney Game Showcase. I'm so fucking excited for this. We got Marvel. We got Fox. We got Star Wars. Like, I don't know what we're going to see, man. Alien Isolation 2, Wolverine. I would love that. There's no fucking way because Sony will Wolverine, hold that weight to their oh, chest. Oh, but yeah, um, there's, I'm just, my hopes Maybe are not skyrocketed, but... Because that's sooner than like Wolverine, right? It could be, right? Who knows? I think they'll hold both those. I think Sony will hold both those for their next showcase. 
probably. But, but at the same time, like it's the first one, right? Is D23, is that the first Disney showcase? That's ever? what I was going to ask. Just... I've never heard of this before. Yeah, I don't so know. there's no it's precedent. The first one they ha- but they have to have something for them to be like, we have to do a, an event like this. There's got to be something they yeah. got in the bag, right? They probably want to blow it out of the water, I would think, being Disney. Uh, so that, look out for that. Um, it, if you're listening to this on launch day, it's it's happening today. Uh, then tomorrow, Assassin's Creed, the future of Assassin's Creed announcement is being made. They are hyping the living piss out of this announcement. So I don't know if you guys have been following. Like a, can you guys do like a really good record scratch and be like, hey, everybody. Um, I don't know what the fuck just happened, but all our audio took a big, huge uh, shit. And we are now using Zoom like a bunch of plebs. <laughs> um, but but anyways, I get, we got something going. Hopefully this will work. Uh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> what what was I talking about? It was Assassin's Creed, right? That Ass Creed. Ass Creed. Good old Ass Creed. You guys don't know what uh, Infinite is? You haven't heard about that yet? You don't know about it's, this? It, it's, about this? Uh, it's like a platform that unifies all these terrible games in one spot, yes? <laughs> hey, some of them are pretty good, man. A, some of them are some pretty good. Some of them are pretty good. Some of them but, are pretty good. Some of them are fucking awful. Uh, it looks like that's what they're going to be announcing because all the promo material, there's a really fucking cool trailer that is live action that runs through mm. a super faithfully recreated scenario from each game. Um, so I have a feeling it's going to be Infinity and then they'll announce the next main entry anyways that's happening tomorrow yeah uh super fucking cool and i'm sure we'll be talking about that whether you love it or hate it tokyo game show is fucking september 15th it runs all the way to the 18th metal gear solid silent hill please for the love of god do do something konami i swear to god but we'll circle back to it once we actually hear more and finally potentially a playstation showcase we don't know much about it but this is the time of year they always do it so it'd be really weird if they didn't. Uh, but I just wanted to put that shit out there before we get into the good shit, which is Last of Us Part oh 1. That's what we're all here for. That's what we have painstakingly fucking, <laughs> my God, the last, what, 45 minutes trying just to get this audio shit going? Just rifling through every audio software <sighs> available. What records? What does it? Does it sound like ass? Yes, it does. Fucking cares. Well, here we go. I want to start it off really quick with a round table of first of all, where you are at in the game, and two, your like your initial thoughts, like kind mm-hmm. of what you know, just first impressions, how you think of it all. So, Brian, take it away. Yeah. So right now I've been playing, it came out last Friday. So I've been playing more, more or less every night. There's a couple nights I didn't play because I had stuff going on. We had a wedding on the weekend. Uh, I had some friends I went and saw during the week, so I haven't played it every night, but I am at the part where Sam, Derek just told me who this was, Sam, what's the other guy's name? Henry, right? Henry, yeah. Yeah. Henry and Sam just met up with them. So I feel like that's what, I don't know, not even a quarter of the way through because there's four seasons. I think think about, yeah, like you're getting there. Okay. Almost, actually, you know what? No, sorry. Yeah, because season, whatever I'm in. What's the first one? Summer? Summer. Yeah. yeah. So summer ends after everything happens with Henry and Sam. Okay. That's the end of the first season of the game. And how so are you feeling I'm, about it so far? Oh, man. Dude, like, so we talked about the Sarah scene. Heavy spoilers, by the way, for everyone listening. Like, leave now if you don't, if you haven't played this game. And, like, go buy it and play it. Um, I I knew the Sarah scene was going to hit hard. But the everything from the way they rendered the look on her face to all the details of her hair and every detail in Joel's face. Like 
the fact that they took his broken watch and fucking upresed and redid his watch. I'm like, it's just, it's so unbelievable to me. I, I like literally couldn't hold it together for the Sarah scene. It was hard in 2013, but I wasn't a dad in 2013. When I went back and played the remaster for PS4 in what was that 2020 when two was released, I did that as one experience. That was really hard because I had Grayson. Now that I have Grayson Lincoln, it hits double as hard, man. That is like a, that is a gut-wrenching scene for anybody. When you're a father, it's a whole different thing. Cause it immediately takes you to like, what if that was my kids? And I was fucking blown away. So before, before we this- get into like the nitty gritty and really start diving in every little bit, I just want to ask one question. Then we'll get Derek's same thoughts on all this stuff. Um, are you glad that they did this? Oh yeah, for sure. I wasn't sure. I was really pissed off initially with, <laughs> as we've talked about on the show that they were going to charge me a hundred dollars tax in for this fucking game. Again, it's the third time I bought this game. And I was just kind of like really, and you know what annoys me? It's going to be on PS plus in like six months. Cause that's just how this goes. Six months. I don't know about that. Dude, I don't know, man. Yeah. We'll see. We'll it'll see. On, well, it's Sony, dude. Christmas, I don't know. For sure. Dude, mm, they have Returnal on PS plus. They have Returnal on there. Yeah, but yeah, that was over a like year. They have yeah. miles, that, was, that was a miles year and some time. Was again, it? Okay. Again, well Maybe, over I mean, a year. Yeah. Then next year. I'll give it a year. But it's anyways, point is there's no way I would have waited. I'm glad they did it. I can't wait to play both together as one full high fidelity yes. punched up experience. That is what I'm waiting for. But Derek, I just want to get to you real quick. Where are you currently at in the re- I was going to say remaster, the remake. Um, and just like general quick kind of first impressions. And like, are you happy that they kind of went through with this? I am very, very happy that this exists. I'm so ecstatic that this is a, a thing that I get to experience in 2022. Um, yeah, I've almost blasted through this entire game. I've completed the DLC and I'm all the way in spring right now. So I've completed the uh, summer, fall, winter. I've got maybe an hour or two. I'm probably going to finish it tonight. Um, since I've been sick for the last week, I've had a lot of time to go over this game and just really dive into it. And nice. it's been worth every penny. It's been a fantastic experience. Pretty much the best thing I've gotten out of this game since my initial initial playthrough. Nothing's going to top that first one, but this is mm-hmm. by far the closest that it's ever been. And it's way better than I thought it was going to be. And I'm, I'm very happy I have it. Amazing. I, I think we're all in agreement here because it's, it's very similar to me. Uh, you touched on it. This is the best playthrough that I've had since the initial first. Mm-hmm. Like Nothing beats experiencing the game for the first time way back on ps3 when you know the hype around it came out um but since then i i figured it out this is my eighth time playing through the first game and it is the best experience i've had since that first playthrough i'm loving every fucking minute of this the one thing that i will say have you ever listened to a song or watched a movie or a tv series like like breaking bad i know brian fucking like it's one of our favorite shows right Mm-hmm. You ever had that thought of, I just fucking wish I could experience it for the first time again. Yeah. This is the closest thing in media I have ever experienced firsthand of coming close to literally experiencing something I've already had the experience with fresh and brand new. It's like there is, it's so familiar. I know every inch of this fucking game, but there's so much to it where I, yeah. it impacts me all over again to where I'm like, wow, like, the amount of times I got shivers or like tears came to my eyes or like 
all this stuff that happened the first time and kind of dwindled with time as I replayed it still still hits right it's a great story but those moments where you're like god damn like it really punches you this game does that all over again Mm -hmm. so like Derek I've been ripping through this shit um I just got to the hospital at the end so I just entered um, where like Ellie's been taken. She's being operated on and Joel's ready to kick some ass through the hospital. Um, Holy fuck. I am so glad that they did this. The one thing I will say, because this is the discourse that everyone's fucking all bent out of shape for. Obviously the price, right? Full price game. Um, Is it worth it? Whatever. This is what I'll say. No one needed this. This didn't need to happen. There was no... Oh my God, like this game. So, so out of date. We, yeah, we, we need to bring it into modern times. Yeah. I am over the fucking moon that they actually went through with it and decided mm. to do it because knowing what goes into stuff like this on the back end and trying to convince a bunch of people that this is worth their time, I can't even believe what the pitch was to be like, hey, <laughs> this game that's not that old and still very much holds up on the PS4 remaster, let's come, let's just redo it completely. And not change pretty much anything. Just finely tune it and bring it into the modern age. Exactly up to par with part two. And now we have, as fans, part one and part two. They look the same. They run the same. They feel not the same. I mean, there was improvements in two to that. But a uh, mm-hmm. different game, right? So fucking ecstatic. I like uh, This is, I think, every big Last of Us fan's dream to now have this. I wish... We could do this with every game. And I want to get <laughs> to that. Years. Yeah, I want to get to that later. Ask you guys some questions along those lines of like maybe some of your dream games. But uh, let's let's take it back. Let's talk about some shit. So you were talking about the Sarah scene, mm-hmm. right? And I agree with you. That shit hit so fucking hard. But I will tell you one that this time around hit me harder mm. than the Sarah scene. And I did not expect it. And that is Sam. That fucking ruined me, that entire thing. Because here's the thing, right? We've all played this game numerous times. I don't know about you guys. I have not played this game since I played part two. I replayed it. Yeah, it's been longer for me. Okay, so kind of we're all in the the same ballpark of like when we last played all this stuff. So having the knowledge of what happens to some of these characters in two and replaying it is the first time for all of us, which is super fucking cool. Mm -hmm. But knowing what happens to Sam and Henry and seeing, and this is the key, right? And I really want to get into this is the improvements they made to this game in the visual department enhance every single fucking emotional beat in this game in a way I didn't Mm -hmm. think possible. It's just so much more realistic. And when I first saw Sam, I'm not talking about when we see his end. I mean, when you first encounter him, Henry's given him a hard time and he's just, he looks like a real little kid yeah. and he, he picks up that little action figure and Henry's like, yo, no. what did we say? Like only what we need. And you see the fucking disappointment in this kid's face in a way I never saw on PS4. Yeah. And then again, knowing his fate, I already started getting like, Oh fuck. Like this is too real. And then the whole journey leading up leading up, leading up. And then that fucking scene with him and Ellie is what destroyed me because he is fucking pleading with her to give him something because he knows his time is up. 
and like the fucking emotional baggage in his face of like, I'm going to die. Do you believe in heaven? Do you think we pass on? Do you think we go to family once we die? And she's basically like, I don't believe in any of that shit. And he's like, yeah, me neither. Like, yeah. Heart wrenching. They didn't change the story, but these are the moments, right? Like, yeah. I want to know what else to both of you in that same regard. Like, was there anything else that really stood out that maybe, you know, not necessarily didn't affect you the first time, but was elevated with this so far? Well, I mean, if I can touch off that, like it wasn't so much um, Sam's experience with that scene, but it was Henry's experience and seeing him react to his little brother getting infected and his, his visceral, like, panic and just the grief that's immediately stricken over him before he inevitably kills himself was more impactful to me this time knowing what happens to Joel and to Ellie specifically Ellie in the Mm. sequel and how she deals with losing somebody and the grief that she goes through and that part hit a lot more than had in the original and I think the biggest part of this game that hit for me the the real deepest that's always been put on one of my favorite scenes in the game is the farmhouse scene um yes that entire scene and not just that scene but that entire i guess section of the game where you're in fall and i think it's it's really because you start out and you're at tommy's dam and you're fresh off of um henry and sam's death so it's it's really visceral you're kind of feeling like you could relate to joel where he's worried about getting attached because he just saw people who were attached and how that affected how not just how that affected sam with dying but how that affected henry with like seeing firsthand the the visceral reaction to losing someone you love that much so i'm sure it pushed them apart and then he's trying to get rid of ellie and then they go to the farmhouse and they have that scene where they talk about sarah and he says right to her like you are not my daughter and we are going our separate ways it killed me all over again he crushes her soul like she just feels like everyone's left her and he's just like i don't want this and when they eventually come around about 10 minutes later and they take their um the horse ride and they come out of it he decides like you know what i'm staying with you you're coming with me i've made my decision i'm ready to hop on this and it's really the biggest moment for me in the game or even the series where these two characters finally like click there's no they, they've built up they've had their like moments of like okay like they're starting to get to know each other but that was the moment where these two were like we're in this together and mm. i need you and you need me and like this is where it's gonna go and for me that's such like the the heart of what this game is is, is Dude, that moment when joel i just did the david thing where he saves her the 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 place is burning down and she fucking hatchets david to death and he grabs her and it's that furthering what you just said. It's the first time I think he calls her like baby girl and he's like hugging her and shit. Mm-hmm. It's all these moments are so mm-hmm. much more believable and realistic where like I think and I don't know if it's different for you guys. Let me know back on PS3, even PS4. There's that tiny bit of disconnect where it's like it's mm-hmm. still a game. It was the best of its kind at the time, bar none. Like there was no competition to the emotional impact and storytelling and all that. But now that it's brought into this new light, those moments are fucking surreal. Um, was there anything else like that for you, Brian? I know Sarah is like the big one, especially yeah. being a, a dad now. Yeah. Well, and I think to further to that point too, I think that the, just watching the progression of these characters through the game, like I really like, I've always liked that this game has little bits of dialogue as you're walking through and you have full control of Joel and there's these little conversations, some of them you have to prompt, some of them are just happening. I, because I'm so enamored and so 
immersed in what's happening because the game's so realistic and looks so much more beautiful with what they've done. I don't know what it is, but I'm picking up more of that. And that is the, is the kind of March that brings them to where they are at the end of the game. And, and what makes that decision at the end of the game for Joel, such an impossible one, which leads to two. And you see the, you see what happens as a result of that decision. Like it's such a fucking masterpiece, dude. What I found really cool and what really started hitting for me is that there's a lot with Joel and Ellie. There's a lot with Sarah. There's a lot with Henry and Sam, but on the Henry and Sam part, it's like, there was a lot with Bill and like, they punched up Bill to the point where when Bill Mm. goes into the house and Bill sees like Uh, his partner, Frank, right. Who clearly like, and when you read the letter, you're like, were these guys like, Oh my God, he he destroys him. Right. (laughs) That the letters and destroys him. But like the, but like the look on Bill's face when he walks into the house and sees the body hanging there, because Joel notices it. And then Bill turns around and Mm -hmm. the look on his face, man, like, it's moments like that. It's moments when Tess knows she's been bitten. Dude, Tess was an entirely new character. I want to talk about that for sure, because she, I completely changed for me as a character. Uh, First of all, she looks twice the age she does on the PS4. So does Joel. So does Joel. Yeah, they all look older. Representative of what they should be. Right. Uh, Mm. So that threw me for a loop because I always thought it was like, yo, is he is he dating a little under his uh his age <laughs> here? But like good for him. Um, no, she looks fantastic. The acting came through, like you said, just way more. Like you see it in their eyes. We have come yeah. so far in eye recognition in games, and I still think back in the day they did a good job. Like we're we're not comparing like a bad game to a good game. We're comparing a fucking masterpiece to now a modern day ahead of the curve technological masterpiece like it's it's punched everything up where you just need to see the look in their eyes that test moment where she dies uh mm-hmm. we're, we're not uh stepping away from any spoilers here this is yeah, full, yeah, we need course. to spoil everything um when she dies and she basically she doesn't say like i was bitten she pushes joel and he just gives her that look of like Oh fuck! Like you're you're done for. It's moments like that. It's the eyes, yeah. man. You can see that Those, level of acting through it. The subtle touches. It's the things that aren't like like projected. Like this is how I'm feeling. It's mm-hmm. it's you read into the little things, and you weren't able to really communicate that with the tech they had ten yeah. years ago, right? And now it really shines through, and it feels more authentic because it doesn't feel like they're forcing it or trying to make you feel something. It feels like there's something happening, and that just gets a reaction out of you. Yeah. It's every step of the way. I just keep looking around fucking rooms. Derek, you and I were talking about this, how like you'll enter a room and be like, I didn't even really, I guess, put together the context of what that room was back in the day. It was just a Mm -hmm. room. And like, maybe it was so dark in one corner. You didn't, you never really like processed it. You just went through the motions of going through that part of the game. Whereas now I'm looking up and I'm like, oh, this was like a, a dock. Oh, and there's like a boat like covered with a blanket over there or like the big one for me. I just got right outside the hospital of Mary's hospital at the end of the game. Um, You go into a Winnebago and you collect. There's a bunch of stuff to collect in there. Uh, There's a note and it's like, uh, I think, please forgive us or just forgive us. Something like that. I just saw this on the back of a family photo with two kids and two parents. Now, contextually. When I read that on the PS3, PS4, you see, okay, family of four, you flip it over. It says, forgive us. Well, ooh, they may have 
probably did something bad to the kids. Like I, your mind kind of goes wild. And I didn't think much of it. I, I looked around the Winnebago and left. This time around, what's in the back of the Winnebago? Two of the dead kids covered with a blanket. And I'm like, I didn't even like, I didn't know. Like mm-hmm. it's shit like that. I don't know if they added that in. I don't think they did. I just think it was so covered up and like maybe blended into the environment on these older versions. Whereas now everything's so fucking hyper realistic yeah. that I can't help but oh. notice it. Well, can Dude, we... the... Chris, Derek, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Derek. I was gonna say, can we can we touch on the environments for a second? Because I we've yeah. talked about the I know you love I know you love some good environments. But yeah. like a, the biggest thing for me is environmental design. And I feel like this is like a dream for anybody that, that likes that because that's that seems to be the big the thing that got the most attention in this is the lighting and the set dressing and the way that rooms that used to kind of look empty or look a little bit off, like the, the way that the lighting was coming in looked artificial, and now it just feels completely remade where they didn't just like, okay, we're gonna uprise this table. It was okay this table was here but what if it's over there now and what if this window is blocked in and only the only light is coming from this hole in the wall and simple lighting changes and the way that like a room is kind of arranged can completely change what is essentially the same space right I mean the letter the uh, white boxing for the entire game seems to be the same right the levels are the same you're walking through a slum it's still a slum you're walking through like a, a, a suburban area or a sewer it's still that area but the way that they've really transformed it with the lighting and the the texture work and the the atmosphere just even the foliage can just completely transform an area where i really felt like i was walking through a place that i hadn't been before and yeah one of the biggest things that like as i'm replaying this i replay this game a bunch of times already but the biggest thing that really clicked for me is uh, that makes this special and it makes this the best playthrough since the first is that i'd walk through areas and i would be like i don't remember this like it feels familiar but yeah. i don't remember mm. this because the lighting's at a different angle and because everything's it, it feels different even though the geometry of the buildings may be similar it feels like a different place and that was transformative for my playthrough where i had no idea what the next room was and i'd get there and be like oh okay i remember this and then there's even a few areas like i think there was a subway section where i was like i don't remember this at <laughs> all ever and i think it was covered in spores originally so they really yeah, went in yeah. in the spore covered areas and they didn't they like reduced a lot of the fog and the heavy heavy like you can't see anything yeah and they really made these places like claustrophobic but beautiful and it's it's touches like that where they're not like let's uprise this let's make this look better like no how can we make this look as good as possible even if the original looked great let's make it look a hundred times better in any way possible right well, well i know you, this... you've been taking advantage of that fucking photo mode right hundreds of photos yeah <laughs> hundreds one of the up? things one of the things about about that point specifically too is that at the beginning of the game ellie will pick up notes and be like, I hope they made it out. And then when you pick up a note, Ellie will like comment on it to mm. prompt you that everywhere you go and everywhere you, everywhere you see a note everywhere, there's a story in every single set piece. What The thing that drives me nuts about this game, and it's not a bad thing on the game, it's a bad thing on my OCD and my psyche. I, have, I was telling Derek this uh, while, we were, while we were, before we started recording. I have to scan this entire game like I am a search party looking for a missing child. Like I have to go like a like a snake and cover every inch to pick up every single thing. Because if I miss one vitamin, or if I miss one tool, like one part that's going to upgrade my gun, I'm pissed. Because I play the game that way. The point that Derek was making is like 
when I enter a room, I'm like, I remember going through that drawer. I remember yeah. going through, I remember, I remember those garbage bags in the corner, but I have a better appreciation because of the lighting and because of the changes they've made about the story that's being told in that room. Like when mm. you pick up a piece of paper and yeah. it's like, I put everything in two suitcases. I hope we make it. And then you look and there's two suitcases and there's, you can blood really like, analyze it. Yeah. It's really like it. I, I think that just like, cause there's so many moments like that where you're on this long stretch. There's no, there's no infected. There's no hunters. It's just you and Ellie kind of trying to find supplies and getting from point A to point B. Yeah. And like the game already did such a good job of making that interesting. This just took it to another level. Yeah, it's it's really easy to see like the visual upgrade and all that. And I'm glad that they didn't go the route of kind of introducing a whole bunch of new stuff. We're not familiar. Like they really, really kept this a one to one identical. Mm. The the core animations in the cutscenes um, more than the gameplay are the exact same thing. It's just overhauled with such like eye popping fucking amazing shit that. I I haven't played it since, obviously, because I'm in the middle of doing this, but I want to know on a technical level how it compares to part two, because part two is still a PS4 native built game, right? Uh, mm-hmm. This was built with PS5 in mind. There is no PS4 version. So I'm sure uh, doing what I, I know Derek and I are going to do. Brian, are you playing part two right after this as well? Are we all committed to this? Okay, I'm, a little, nice. I'm a little pissed because I got... I love getting baked and playing Artful Escape. It's my new favorite thing to do. Okay. And I but I can't do that until I'm done part one and two of Last of Us. Oh, yeah, good, good and getting baked and playing that game is gonna be frightening. So like <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, well, I gotta take it's a break, easy. go back to it. <laughs> it's really easy to see the visuals. I mean, they're right in front of you everywhere, just fucking spilling over. Have, have you guys gone back to the remaster and no played either one? No, like, I know since... you've been doing comparisons, yeah. Yeah, I've been and going it's, back it's noticeable, forth, right? Yeah. It's not even close. Like it, it, when I go back to the original, like for the first section of the game, like the quarantine zone, I've always mm-hmm. felt it's not the most engaging area. It sets up the story. It sets up Ellie, yeah. but it's really more tutorial to walking around a lot. So I spent that section of the game kind of like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go back and forth on my original save, compare these things really side by side, walk around in this space. Cause you can see screenshots of this game. You can see little trailers and comparisons of this on Does no digital justice. foundry. You need to be in this world, walking yeah. around, breathing this in living within this area to really appreciate how much has gone into how different these games are between the original and the the remake. Um, It's staggering how bad the old one looks in comparison. Like I I, I go back to it. I'm like, this used to be good. Like I used to play through this (laughs) and like, this looks amazing. This is so realistic. And I get it. Like that was for the time. It was the best. I'm sure we're going to play games in 20 years. And we're going to look back on this. Like it's bad. Um, When we have photorealistic, everything like literally photorealistic, but you go back to it and for everyone that's like it stands up like it's the game still looks great when you compare these side by side and i'm talking like you're in it there is no comparison it, it feels different the entire place just feels like that was trying to be the original was trying to be like a representation of what a subway might look like like yeah if yeah. it's destroyed and this is like no, no no you're in there like this isn't like an artful representation of what this might look like it's there and it's you can just breathe it in it's, it's Dude, they got movable rugs did you guys know this yeah, yeah the I rugs are all that. scrunched up if you walk over them they move yeah. realistically well, like the water in this game like, looks fucking bonkers yeah. water has never looked so good i swear to god that's, that's true i'd walk past the dishwasher in an old busted house and like i'd bump into the door and the, it would like close yeah the, the one thing that's jacked up about this have you guys looked at any clear glassware on a bar it's bad a, yes it's really really bad 
yeah, they fuck something Weird. up. I don't. I'm not technical. Maybe Derek, you you might know better technically what's wrong there. Yeah, but the the reflections are fucked. It just it doesn't. Interesting. There's yeah. no light passing through it. It's like jello. It looks almost like yeah. I don't want to describe it. Like maybe like um if Terminator Two, like how like he like belds in like that. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, It looks almost like that. Like it's okay, and it's very bad. Okay, only thing I've found though. Only yeah. thing I've found. Everything else, the, the the way glass is shattered, the way puddles render. The way Dude, the gore that bricks the, are wet, the gore, the gore oh brought from part two straight into this is yeah. like those shotgun um, moments where Jesus. I don't know if you guys have had yeah. this uh, often where someone runs up on you and you do <laughs> yeah. a quick like panic right in front of their face and blow them to fucking pieces. It is just yeah. as satisfying as part so two. I've, I've got the photo mode on like quick access. So if I hit thumbsticks, <laughs> oh, do you have so mid, I have a, mid shotgun? bunch of mid shotgun like shots no. where the dude's face is blown out it's frozen and because the shotgun blast is also like a light source everything's like lit up perfectly and it's like just oh fuck you got you got to share some of these with us um, man. You, you sent me some yeah. of the comparison ones but i need to see some of those because some of those ones, yeah, in the discord chat definitely that'd be, yeah. that'd be great to see so one of the biggest things that i feel like benefits this game is the fact that it is so linear in a world where games are much bigger and engines can make games that are much bigger so as much as the last of us 2 has a much wider area that you can explore the levels are bigger this one still maintains that linear design but because of that i feel like the the engines are powerful enough and they have enough memory and enough um, resources that they can really build out those like uninteractable places um for example when you're going through bill's town in the original all of the buildings except for two of them are completely boarded up like you can't see mm. into them they're just windows that like are they're kind of windows but it's really just a flat texture that's yeah, supposed to yeah. represent it um in the remake they have at least at a bare minimum like an actual transparent window with like some fogginess and a fully built room behind it mm-hmm. and that's like the best that's like the worst case the best case they've actually gone in there's like a barber shop in the middle of the town and i went back mm. and forth between them and compared it it's a fully rendered like the windows are broken so there's nothing just dis- disrupting your view you can see into that entire barber shop there's chairs there's desks there's mirrors everything's been built and displayed where in the original that was literally didn't exist it was just a flat yeah. texture and little things like that that maybe people just run by they don't notice it but they really kind of help sell that the depth of this world and the biggest one that made me realize this was in the quarantine zone where there was a window that was boarded up it had a bunch of boards over it there's like three little slits into it and most people are just going to walk right past this and in the original it's nothing there but in this one there was a fully built room behind it with lighting and textures and destruction and npcs walking around and interacting mm. with each other and like this is a room that like no one's going to really look at but if you do yeah there's something really that, cool it gives you that depth of like there's not just like nothing behind here there's there's depth in this world there's depth in this area where it's not just okay yeah like this is the level end this is this is it you have to walk over here it feels like there's things going on outside of where you're interacting feels lived in yeah it it builds that out more (laughs) a little bit where like it feels a little bit better well there's nothing worse than i don't know if you guys have ever been in a game where you look outside like the walls Mm -hmm. and you can actually see if you look on certain angles where the geometry actually ends not that there's a lack of detail where it physically drops off because the developers were like no one will ever see this part but you managed to almost break the game moments like that and this is like the complete opposite yeah right they just um, put too much detail it's it's crazy the amount of detail to me that speaks to the passion of the people who work on this game because to alan's point earlier for a bunch of developers to all be psyched to do this again because yeah. guaranteed it's a lot of the same people for senior level executives to be like, cool, 
yeah, spend, do it. <laughs> spend like millions what? of dollars doing this. Like so many people at so many levels all had to be like, this is so important. We're going to put in all this effort. Cause who needs to build a fucking barbershop that you run past anyway? I had no idea that was there. Yeah. No idea. Exactly. And you guys didn't, but no I'm idea. sure for a, a lot of people, like it, even if they don't, even if you don't notice it, you're not thinking about it, but it's there. And, it, and it, mm. it, there's it nothing. It. And it's, it's only thing like what it adds to it. It's just, there's nothing that takes you out of it. Whereas if yeah. you're walking down a street and yeah. every single window is just black, <clears> you, there's, you may not notice it, but there's a little bit that's like, that's not a real, that's not a real place. That's yeah. just a, a block that's supposed to look like a diner. Whereas this, it mm. really, nothing breaks your immersion and brings you out of the experience. Well, and this is the this is the whole thing with the whole fucking discord around the or discourse around the the price and like people just being like, oh, like it should have been fifty dollars. Man, we don't know. Okay, we don't know if Sony was being greedy with this and wanted it full price when they didn't need to, or when we just what we've talked about right now alone sums up a, so much fucking work that to me it was worth every goddamn penny. But the other thing that I wanted to get into, because we, we've talked to death about like the visuals. I think it's a no brainer that this thing looks like a fucking absolute masterpiece. But what I wanted to get into was the actual gameplay, the experience, playing this thing again on PlayStation 5. They, you know, they even spoke about how they didn't really rehaul any systems. We don't have... Um, we don't have prone from two, which a lot of people are asking for. And I think we all know why for uh, gameplay reasons. Um, but there are some tweaks, mainly to the AI. Uh, the fact that this game runs so fucking butterly smooth. There's just these minor tweaks that they did go into depth on the dev diary about the animations of the characters in game and how they did retweak a lot of them. And I don't know about you guys. It is making a huge difference. I you played. Can feel it. You can feel it, man. I played that remaster the week leading into this. So all last week, it was all I was playing. And the second I picked up the PS5 controller, I was like, God damn. Joel just moves that little bit. Even if it's like a 10% difference, it makes all the fucking difference in the world when you have them in your hands. And I am like just so taken back when there's people that bash the last of us for its gameplay, because this game holds up so fucking well. And maybe if we want to get into the discussion of difficulty and all that, uh, Derek and I have talked about it quite a bit about how, like I'm, I'm really feeling, and I felt this back in the day, but now that I have, you know, this, this new elevated experience, it's really hitting home again, that the harder difficulties on this game shine uh make the gameplay mechanics and all the design choices shine through like nothing else anyone who bashes the last of us for having simplistic or like uh what what are some of the the terms i hear like tanky sluggish controls you guys are not playing it right you cannot mm. just run through this game like you're john wick this is a game that you need to take very very pathologically going through minute by minute scoping out every single fucking area and just these higher difficulties um derek and i are playing on grounded so we've been talking a lot about how that affects the game and holy fuck man this is my second time playing grounded but i know derek this is your first time so if you want to speak a little bit about your very first experience playing grounded uh we've talked a bit about it but i know like brian hasn't heard much about your perspective on this 
Yeah, so actually pretty similar to Brian. Um, I played this game on very easy my first playthrough. Um, this was before I was really into multiplayer games or into difficult games. I'd never played a Souls game before, so I wanted to play this game for the story, and I had a blast with this game on the lower difficulty. I wanted all of the resources, just like he said, I want to go to every room and just get all of these things and all these things that just feel like I'm powerful and feel good and just enjoy my experience. I don't have to worry about these things. And the game is very much enjoyable on those difficulty settings, right? It's not to say that it can't be enjoyed, but for my first experience on Grounded, it's been a revelation for this game and the intricacies that go on because in the in the in my original playthroughs, when you're on easier, you're on the lower difficulties. You can kind of get through with doing whatever you want. And there's a lot of stuff you you have many tools at your disposal. You have bombs, you have arrows, you have bullets, you have all these things, and you're you're still told to watch your ammo, but you don't really have to. In this one, you have to, and the way that you have to like just calm yourself down and immerse yourself in this world to not be like, okay, cool, like this is a video game level. What do I do? Okay, how do I have fun? It's Oh, no, I, I'm Joel. I'm a survivor. Like I have to uh, watch my, what, I'm, what am I going to use? What am I going to make? If I use all of my ammo in this encounter, I'm screwed in the next encounter. Planning ahead. And mm. it's, it really makes you feel like you're a survivor in this world in a way that you never get in the originals. Because as much as you're, you're looking at resources, you're not caring about resources. On Grounded, every time I picked up a pill bottle, it was like, a hit of the, the next best euphoria. thing in the world yeah it was amazing right <laughs> it wasn't like okay cool some more pills right where in the original you're like okay cool like my my i get like slightly better crafting speed or whatever and it doesn't really matter like you're like cool i, I want those things but in this like yeah having 10 percent more health fundamentally changes how you can approach your game whereas in lower difficulties you're kind of just like okay that's nice to have getting mm. your gun oh my god i have another bullet on my gun that's that can save my life and it's a big it. difference of like yeah. going through the motions and just trying to just get through the level versus a lot of what you said, like, fuck, how many guys are there? Okay. I see three. Uh, I hear a guy upstairs. That's gotta be four. Uh, okay. They're talking to one another. What, what are they saying? Uh, they're clearing this area. If they spot you, they'll shout out exactly where you are. And that's a whole fucking like, Oh God, like hmm. in lower difficulties, it's like, right? Oh, whatever. I think, because they talk so? to each other more, I feel like they. they I've, I've heard a couple. Of I don't. Names I, get, I get that too. I don't remember that from the old one, and I just played it, mm. so I think so because they did retweak the AI, right? Um, but yeah, man. For anyone who doesn't know, by the way, grounded is the highest difficulty there is, and what it does is completely removes your HUD. There is nothing on screen. Uh, you will never know what your health is. Um, I think that. The light bar does indicate it, right? It does change. It, yeah, it correlates it to me. Yeah. So if green red, or red, you're, though. You're about to die. <laughs> it's, yeah, it doesn't tell you percentage. It's green or red. Um, and red is like, he, he fucking watch your back. Um, but to see your ammo, you have to go into your uh, inventory. And the biggest thing, no listening mode. And then the obvious stuff where it's like, guys can see you from a mile away. They're super aggressive. You have next to zero health. I think at full health, you can take two bullets, maybe three, if, depending if, on the distance. I'm pretty sure if you get headshot, you're you're dead. Like yes. headshots in this game for you yeah. and enemies yeah. are pretty much one shot kills, which I do like that even if you're playing on grounded, if you shoot someone in the head, you shot someone in the head, they're dead. There's no bullet sponges. Yeah. And I love um, that shit. They don't up the percentage of health for no fucking mm -hmm. reason, which is fantastic. So it keeps it grounded no pun intended it really does you feel like you're in fucking joel or ellie's shoes really trying to think out the scenarios as if i would in real life i'd be shitting bricks in real life 
but it's like, man, my first couple plays throughs, I, I think it was on normal. I think I just did whatever the, if, if normal's the one that they just set you on, whatever the, the, the one that the game chooses for you, that's what I played first. I think I used a brick and a bottle maybe once for shits and giggles. I just like threw it at a guy and was like, haha, it broke on his face. Fun game. Um, <laughs> dude, I like when I tell you that the most valuable possession in this entire game is a brick or a bottle, I'm not over exaggerating. As soon as I get a brick or a bottle in my character's hands, there's a sense of relief that mm-hmm. pours over my entire body. If I have a melee weapon in my hand, I'm God tier. No one can yeah. fuck with me because he got that one hit combo that on the lower difficulties, I didn't even know about. And that is running up to a guy, brick or a bottle to the face, and you just clock them with a pipe or a wood beam. They're done. That's it. It's game over. And you can do that from behind cover. So it it transforms the entire way that I thought about this game and fucking doing it for the second time. Honestly, like I played it on normal the first time. I think I did maybe like a harder survivor. And since then I've only done survivor or grounded in these games. And Brian, I, I know that like you've said time and time again, you don't want to do like the, the really tough shit, especially coming None of this from work. None of this interests me. I can't even begin to tell you how much I'm not going to do It gets this. It gets super frustrating. It yeah, does. It does. But this do is it. the thing. This is the point I wanted to bring up, right? Is because we're not advocating, or at least I'm not. I'm sure Derek isn't, that this is a better way to play. It's, the it's different just way. a it's fucking, the of the game. but like a radically different way to yeah. uh, to play. It's That's astonishing. That's where the gameplay elements and how good this fucking game is designed shine. Because we have two different complete experiences oh, for sure. playing on grounded versus easy. Well, um, the thing yeah, the sorry. thing for me too is like, so yeah, like I don't want to stress myself out. Two kids, <laughs> stressful job. Fair like, enough, man. Yeah. But uh, that being said, like you guys obviously have a lot of good selling points. It may be something I definitely give a try to at some point. Like these are, I think you guys were on the same page. I'm going to replay these games every couple of years for the rest of my life, like straight up. And they're going to keep remaking them and they're going to keep updating them. And I think that's really awesome. You know what it reminds me of that that you can relate? Sorry, I I didn't mean to interrupt. I just know you'll really relate to this. It's very similar to Hitman because in Hitman, Mm. there is no fucking option on any difficulty to run through and just gun people. You yeah. can, but it's like it just it fucks the level it's, into oblivion, right? Yeah, it just kind of doesn't thing. feel right. It's like the wrong yeah. kind of puzzle piece. And I was just gonna say, I prefer to play these games the way I play Metal Gear or Hitman. So I move through this game using a shiv on every single clicker. I move through this game like you know, grabbing people and strangling them, and like I don't, I'm not seen in most of this game. No one gets alerted. Whereas like you, you sent me a screen cap of you just like because you have to. If all you have is a is a melee weapon, like you have to run through and clock people, they hear it, more people swarm, you got to run and take cover. This is like I'm sneaking, which I also, which is a, a kind of a gameplay loop I enjoy. Well, the to other thing fair, that, like, it, yeah, sorry, go ahead. If Derek. that's if that's what you like to do, and if that's what you're looking for out of your entire experience, grounded might not be as bad as you think because grounded, you're like they don't to do that. <laughs> Yeah, you, you have to do the stealth missions. And the way that, mm. that this game handles difficulty, it's not with like, oh, you have to, you have bullets, bunch of enemies, or like any any of the traditional ideas of like um, how difficulty is handled in most games. This one, it's it's about like enemies will die in one hit, you'll die in one hit. It's like, uh, what's that other game that, 
Hotline Miami where you're just like yeah, running yeah, around yeah. and like you're one not running one. around like that, but it's kind of like one for one. So you feel real I in see. it. And it's, it's all about your inventory. It's the difficulty really comes with inventory management more than it does yeah. with like how good of a shot you yeah. are. Like, is this bullet worth it? Basically, exactly. It's make like, yeah. make every shot count. Uh, it, as Joel and says. it really makes you like <laughs> yeah. you have to pay attention to that stuff. So if that's how you play the game, if you're not going around ramboing everybody, you're probably not going to have a hard time with it's grounded. A good point. I mean, the, the one big thing is the enemy awareness. They are hyper aware of you, so yes. like they'll spot mm. you from across the map. Like if you take yeah. somebody out and like if you can see them they can see you basically there's none of that like blindness of like oh like they're like 30 feet in front of me i can't see them anymore exactly yeah well it also really brings to light um the design choices that again i know going through the motions right i never picked up on the fact that this game is brilliant in pacing because what it does is like to your point brian if you want to go through the entire game in stealth if you stop and think about it, it's literally not possible because what they do periodically throughout the game, and I never noticed this until the higher mm. difficulties forced me to be like, holy fuck, I can't stealth my way through this. The way they do it, there'll be a mix of in the beginning, right? Like Derek said, that intro section is very tutorial-ish. Um, but then they start doing stuff like, okay, we got clickers and we got runners mixed in a room. Good luck to you. Figure out how that works. And you're like, okay, well, I, I can do that stealth. I can do that stealth. And you do it stealth. But then out of nowhere, they force a, like an arena where you enter, you can't turn back. Everyone knows where you are. They all yeah. rush you and you are forced to fight every one of them with, there is no hiding. So mm. I think one of the first examples is in the museum with Ellie and, and uh, uh, Tess yeah. when they're getting attacked and you have to fist fight. Every, you can use right. a gun, I guess. I ungrounded, I fist fought because I got to save the ammo, but it's that small compact arena. Everyone knows where you are. You cannot reset the aggro. Like once they know where you are, you're fucked and you have to just run like a merry-go-round around these guys, but it forces you to deal in that situation versus on easy. I don't even think I thought about it. I went in and shotgunned every single one of them and was like, (laughs) cool on the next story beat. Whereas this, yeah. I was like, where's the fucking bottle? Okay, there's a bottle yeah, here, yeah. there's a bottle over there, and there's a brick by the window. My path is now going to be bottle, bottle, brick. I'm going to run out. I'll have one more swing on my piece of wood. Make sure you run because that hits them even hard. Like it's, yeah, yeah. it's weird the way it makes you think about the way they design the game. And I find that so fucking fascinating for this game in particular. Because I can't name a lot of games where... I played on a normal difficulty and I even tried doing a harder one and noticed things like this. Mostly it's like I play on whatever difficulty I have my time with it. It's good or bad. And I move on. Whereas this is just one game I will keep coming back to with the fact that it's like, you can really truly have a wildly different experience depending on the difficulty. And they're all amazing. Like there is no bad way to play this game dude i'm dying for the day that i probably tonight when i beat this game and you can unlock unlimited explosive arrows i'm just gonna run through this game and have a fun out like you know what i mean then there's shit like that like there's all these unlocks so the bow and arrow i like just as an aside the bow and arrow in general is just with both games is just so much fun like I love it. I, there's just something so satisfying, and like I know the dual sense gets like bagged on because everyone's like bow and arrow feels like a real bow and arrow, and that's really the only reason why there's adaptive triggers for the most part. That and like a gas pedal in a car. Um, is Actually, like why they... 
the dual sense does feel really good in this game i'm not it sure does. if it's the yeah. animation has been changed but they've done something to like the way guns feel like not just yeah. to aim but to shoot it like it feels like it pops off better yeah and i've gone back and forth and compared them like it feels discernibly better just in your hands yeah. and i'm wondering how that's going to feel to go into part two because that's true not gonna have that, yeah right? oh i didn't even think so of that shit because there's a lot of haptics going on in that yeah like, like really minute stuff yeah yeah, because oh part God. two will have the updated animations and stuff, but it won't have the triggers. So I'm oh, wondering damn. how like that revolver is going to feel because it's it's subtle, but it's there enough to yeah. make it feel yeah. like it pops a little bit, right? That revolver I don't use for that reason. Actually, funny enough, I don't use it as much because I'm like it's just oh, it's dude. a little bit See? tighter to fire. Again, perfect example of like I you thought, have to. Ungrounded. I thought the same thing. I I on lower difficulties always went to the um. That whatever the other pistol shotgun. right because i'm like yeah, more yeah. ammo you can you can yeah, upgrade yeah. up to what 12 rounds in a clip like so i'm like why the fuck would i use the revolver it's just it's clunky <laughs> you can't upgrade yeah. it dude grounded yeah. it is a one-shot kill on literally everything except guys in armor so that becomes your probably. absolute lifeline yeah like the so <laughs> blow any of the big crazy ones but clickers humans one-shot kill yeah so that is like it's a snipe dude you can snipe people across the map one-shot kill so nice. if I have three bullets in my back pocket in that gun, thing. I know that I'm like, yeah. okay, if shit goes sideways, fucking revolver. Like it's nice. God, I love grounded so fucking much, man. <laughs> I, I really do. I really I might do. give it a shot. You guys are doing a really good job selling it. And like, it, it's going to stress me out. And like, it is stressful, but way, this is but, the thing. There, yeah. There's certain parts that will drive you nuts. One for me, uh, I know Derek can speak to one that he just had in the DLC. Uh, one for me is when you're with David, and uh, he, you're, you're, he's like, you're with the deer, his buddy leaves, and then all the clickers come and you get shoved into that little room. And you got to defend all the windows. Mm. Easy as pie. When you fucking go to that, like, he's like, we're getting out of here. And you run and the bloater comes down and there's clickers coming in. There's runners coming in. Um, I beat it easy enough, but I don't find that part enjoyable. I just find it mm. a fucking mess of That's like a, panic, but not in a good way. Though uneasy it's not good yeah. either that's but just everyone will everyone out. will have their moments um of course because you're and again to the to derek's point about immersion like that's the point you're yeah. supposed yeah. to be like oh this is i don't like this you're supposed to not be Get comfortable anxiety <laughs> like you're not supposed to be comfortable post-apocalyptic yeah. being chased by a bunch of flesh-eating fucking people true you know like you're not supposed to be just like ah, oh, this is great get me get out my shotgun like it's but <laughs> it's supposed to be disturbing and they do such a good job just even like, all right, here's a situation where it's totally fucked up and you're not going to like it. It's plenty of that in two as well. You can still have those moments. Like I still had a bunch of really great moments in especially specifically Pittsburgh. I don't know why, just maybe the way yeah. I played Billstown, but I had a bunch of ammo when I was in Pittsburgh, even on ground. Yeah. And I had a really, really great time just yeah, like Pittsburgh's blasting great. people, man. And like the way you'd go through is like on grounded because you try and be stealthy, but then you get spotted. You yeah, grab yeah, a guy yeah. and use him as a human shield, kill his two friends, return yeah. to stealth, grab a bottle, smash a guy's face, knock him out, return to stealth, go around. Like you're forced yeah. to use all of the different systems. And like I, I never use melee combat in the original um and you can still have fun and and enjoy yeah. it it's just there are moments where like last night i spent an hour and a half trying to beat the final like, <laughs> part of the dlc it was brutal it was it was absolutely terrible and i hated it but you got me like nervous you man do, right? you got me because <laughs> i remember that part i do remember it because there's the gate right and you're not allowed to go and interact with the gate until everyone's wiped out is that the part Yes, but also if you wait too long to get to the gate, they bust it open and it's an instant game yeah. over. Yeah, 
so I remember that being brutal and now I'm scared because it's like I all these AI changes compared to my memory almost 10 years ago seemed a little more approachable but we've talked about this at length I don't know if it's just me becoming better at games like this over time and I, or the last of us particularly uh the AI being different the game being a little smoother to control like I've had a pretty relatively easy go in the grand scheme of grounded mode but uh I'm fucking nervous for that part <laughs> you got me a little irked like oh no if I uh if I fucking have to spend two hours on this part I'm gonna be gonna be cheesing yeah conserve any little bit of ammo you can until that part man but other than that I, you'll be fine man you're blowing through this game much better than I am so yeah, I by the way, I don't know if there's a stat tracker. I tried really hard to look for it because I wasn't. I'm like, how many times have I died? Um, but I can't if you guys know where in the menus you can find that if it exists. Uh, let know. me know because I don't think it does unless there's like an end of game recap. But I don't think they had. That. I think there is. Well, isn't there one in two? I'm pretty sure. I've I don't seen know. One, but I could be I could be yeah. thinking about Resident Evil. I might be thinking of Resident Evil or something else. Yeah, too. I don't know. maybe. You know what I'd even consider? We are so fucking lucky. I swear to God, we're spoiled with Naughty Dog games right now because if we're all going straight into part two, I don't know if you guys, I only tested it out and fucked around, but it got a 60 FPS update like a year mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. So we're going to at least have like, because <laughs> you imagine going back to 30 frames on a PS4 title from the PS5 remake, like I wouldn't. that would it. be jarring, I think. Yeah. I, yeah. I would, I I'd would have to wait, it. man. I wouldn't be able to do it. Like, <laughs> but I, you don't I have to. And how fucking sick oh, is that? We're so spoiled. Naughty Dog is just doing the well, most. Listen, speaking of spoiled, this was a question that I was dying to ask. Because Derek asked me what five games I would want to see remastered in this light. Ooh. But there, there's a difference here. Because I had the obvious answer of like Metal Gear Solid 1, Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> Silent Hill too. It's like, but those are obvious, right? I feel like those are are given like, yeah, fucking obviously. I'm more curious about the last of a situation. What are some games? I won't put a number on it. You can give me two, five, whatever you want. Um, But I'm curious from the both of you within the last 10 years, let's say, give or take, this isn't, you know, I'm not going to scrutinize you. Just a recent game that you would want to see given this exact treatment. So in the same mm-hmm. light of they don't change a single thing, it's just brought into modern graphics in every way, shape, and form. Basically, what they did here to a game that you love, but would be considered like, hey, like why it's too soon type of deal. No? Well, what do you, you got five or do you just just want... give me whatever? You can give me one, the you can Arkham give me two. Trilogy. Ooh, that would be fucking the Arkham, juicy. Think about how dark. Think about it. We all saw the most recent Batman movie. Yes, Derek, you saw the most recent Batman yeah. movie. Yeah, that's that's how I would imagine the tone would be of them upgrading Arkham, the Arkham trilogy. Maybe not so much with like he's naked and kind of is a regular dude in a suit, yeah, yeah. but he'd have all the gadgets and the toys, which in a video game is what you want. But I feel like that would be the tone. And it kind of already had that tone. But to the points we've been making about Last of Us, dude, putting that Gotham into hyper-realism. That would be really fucking cool. That's a a good answer. Goddamn. Bioshock. Bioshock was one I I think Derek would would have said that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that was one that I think I would have said too. Like to bring... I know Bioshock isn't um, hyper-realism. It does have kind of that style... Not yeah. cartoon, but it's you guys know what everyone knows what I'm saying. When I say that. It, yeah. yeah, so I'm wondering how that would transition. But fuck would I would I want that? Are you kidding me? Oh my god. 
here's yeah. here's two. Uh, I got two more because okay. I'm looking through the list of everything I've yeah, played. I'm doing the same. <laughs> I'm Since, like going back because I, I literally keep a list of everything I've played so I can like be angry again, but also happy again. Um, I would also say, where was it? Days Gone, because mm. I would want to see that game. That's really close. That's really with, recent, fair. Though. Fair. I mean, okay. it's recent, but that game I feel like could be really punched up in the same way Last of Us was. Mm. It, um, it did have a lot of issues. Like it had black bars that came yeah. in between cutscenes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So There's, just uh, given that release, treatment, yeah. could be cool. Given yeah. that treatment, just because like I'm so into the way what they've done with Last of Us with those environments, it'd be very similar. To Days Gone. Yeah. I would want to see control brought up to this level because control is yeah. also fairly recent. You're talking last 10 years. That's what, five years old, seven years old. Yeah. But they did do mm, the, no, Oh like my God, we have 10 four. minutes remaining on this call guys. <laughs> Just a it's word of good. warning. Good. Good time. I think we can yeah, wrap it up. In control here, came yeah. out in 2019. That's only three did years it come old. Out, did it come out in 2019? It's a three-year-old yeah, game. Yeah. Maybe here. I got a juicy take here because you guys I feel got some like juicy ones. that's, that's pretty much all I have on my list. I feel like, this would be a controversial one if I just put this out on the internet and people would be really pissed about this. But personally, I would love to see Resident Evil 5 given this exact mm. treatment. Give me the fucking, maybe allow me to move while aiming. Mm. I know that was part of the game design, so it might break it. But I, if that game could look like The Last of Us and be the game mm. that it was, I really liked that game. It just, it does, it has aged quite a bit when you go to fucking play it. I think I can't wait for four because I think four is getting this exact treatment next well, year. Well, but four is, is getting the Resident that. Evil 2 treatment. There, that's gonna be like almost a completely different game. Yeah. So I'm fair. talking about like keeping the one game for one? almost almost one to one, right? Because they really didn't change anything in terms of the story frame and all that shit. It's too much I didn't like about that game, but you're entitled to your opinion, sir. I Resident five, Evil five and six, five and six are two else? of the worst games I've ever played. Oh, come on. For a bunch of different reasons. <laughs> That's a little hyperbolic. Maybe six I could see, but like five is not <laughs> so, one of okay. the worst games I'll ever. Okay, I'll be, I'll be nicer and more fair and less hyperbolic. Two, easily two of the worst Resident Evil games I've ever played. Again, I mean, there's a lot of Resident Evil games. <laughs> there's a lot of Resident Evil. That's a long Revelations list. Of, one. Yeah. Revelations 2. Code Ron. Anyways, yeah, no, I, I get it. I see what you're, where you're coming from. Uh, but, but, but my number one, like without question, this would be like I would fucking drop dead is uh metal gear solid 5 completed if they gave me metal gear solid 5 with all of these touches and tweaks but then fucking added on that last chapter completed best game ever made hands down oh well i was gonna say all the metal gears but you put it up front that i couldn't so yeah well that's easy right like who the fuck doesn't want the first (laughs) metal gear remastered but still matters yeah i mean tokyo game show man it's coming up we don't know what's gonna happen But listen, we don't have much time because it's literally giving me a fucking countdown timer right now. We have seven minutes and 40 seconds. Well, Derek's got to do his. Derek's got to do his games. Yes, I wanted to get to that. But after we're done, if there's any closing thoughts, we'll get to it. But Derek, what would be your games? So there's a couple different series, but the first one would be because we're talking about Last of Us already, would be the original three Uncharted games. Bring them up to Uncharted Mm, 4, especially the first Uncharted game. That game is awful to play. (laughs) <laughs> but it sets such a tone for like um, Drake and Elena and their relationship mm. that like you kind of want to experience it. But yeah, if it looked that, that good, it would be fucking like, crazy. If there's if there's any series of games, it's like a great story, but the gameplay is awful. That's one of them. Yeah. Um, the next one would be 
blood if we're gonna look recent releases bloodborne um, bloodborne yes. in like a demon souls level mm. remake like where it looks and plays like that as yeah. well as the original dark souls because the original dark souls is supposed mm. to have one of the best like worlds and level designs ever and yeah. it's, it's it's a rough time to play that game in this oh. modern age i've tried many times <laughs> um and uh the original fallout 3 um i never Ooh. played it i never played fallout 3 and i don't know I if i would fallout want 4. that or new vegas that's i think it's or both, i would both have a hard fallout time yeah. those original two yeah that would be Just really good they they didn't have any of the like first person shooter mechanics fallout 4 even if you brought them to fallout 4 level i'd be like okay but even fallout 4 could use like a remake because the game looks yeah. rough these days um but yeah all of those games if they played and ran like modern like a destiny shooter but like Ooh. with those mechanics and that story and the, like the rpg stuff yeah be great fuck well we we can only dream and i mean as far as metal gear well one of my ones from the old and so if we're talking any game ever that's like an obvious choice to me um silent hill 2 and there are so many rumors popping up right now that are getting me fucking way too excited and this has happened way too many times yes. i can't fall into the heart's been broken again. too many times <laughs> i can't but tokyo game show man we oh. got we got a week to figure out if this is going to happen or not i'm i I keep telling myself not to build it up. It's already happening as I'm speaking. I'm getting like excited by the thought of it. Um, but yeah, man. Any last thoughts on The Last of Us Part One in five minutes or less? You should play it. Go pick it up if you haven't played it. If you haven't <laughs> played this game, oh my god, anyone that hasn't played it, oh my god, I am envious of anyone that has not yes, played this game yeah, because they get to experience like this for the first time. Like, this These, is the way yeah. to do it. Yeah, that's the actually thing... fucked up. Like. Fuck, so fuck all those people. Are you <laughs> me? That makes me sick to my stomach. That that's the first chance you get to play it is this. Those two games together, honestly, and it's unfair to say this, but putting them both together is going to be as close to Metal Gear 1 for me as possible. Like nothing will beat Metal Gear 1. Doesn't matter what it looks like. Yeah, That game holds an unrealistic, like it's on an unrealistic pedestal for me as a game. But though these two games together is as close as it's ever going to get. Like I, they are I agree, a yeah. masterpiece as and as one story because it yeah. is that connected yeah. and they did it very purposely. Well, and we can only dream for Metal Gear. Derek has not played it, but again, we have a week to find. You out haven't if played he, Metal Gear. If he might be able to play a remaster, we oh don't my know, God, dude. You, you know? need to see the problem not is my you choice, can't... man. I was I didn't, I didn't play video games when that game came out. Like oh I was like you can't, seven. Nah, fair. <laughs> That makes me feel really old. Thank you for that, motherfucker. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, anyway, that's all good. <laughs> we'll get him there, um, man. The remaster is coming. The thing, you just here's have the to thing. believe. The problem is that if you didn't play that game in 1998, sending someone back now to play it the way it is now is a fucking yeah. nightmare. Yeah, so like, you, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. 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 Well, we, we just cross your fingers, man. A week. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right? Yeah. But listen, guys. Uh, it's been a nightmare <laughs> trying to get the audio for this working. <laughs> Thanks to anyone for listening all the way through. I hope the audio isn't too bad. I'm going to be listening back to it very soon. Um, but yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Um, fuck, I'm going to crush this game this weekend. I think both Derek and I will have a beat by the end. So uh, yeah, let's fucking get to it. Chug through and on to part two. Um, for everyone listening, thank you as always. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys all next week. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints on the Pixel Candy podcast are those of the hosts and the hosts alone. The Pixel Candy podcast does not reflect the opinions or views of either Amazon Inc. or Eastside Games Group. 